when Simon Tov Nun Beis, the halachas of Hadakash Kalim, we're up to Sivdalid, and we will be completing the Simen. Sivdalid Imagil Bitzvat, if you are using a pair of pliers to hold a keli that you're doing Hagala on, Yigalgel HaKeli, you have to make sure to move around to rotate the keli, the Ilav King, because if you don't do that, the Mokom HaTzvat in the place of the, uh, of the, um, of the pliers, lo solik de kula de maya, the water will not get in there. So that's why you're better off using some kind of basket uh, or a net um, to kasher in and, and just um, you, you submerge it in the water and move it around a drop. And that way we say that there'll be no part of it that will not get Hagola. Sifhei. Ein magilin b'chami tveria. Um, you're supposed to use water that was heated up by the fire and not natural, not hot water from natural springs. Afilu kelim shedinam kiklisheni. Even kelim that are considered a klisheni that one is being, I'm doing hagal on. Mipneisheni told us or because that is not heat that comes from fire. Ukubolo kachpolto. And Hagala works that the same way it absorbed, so too it gives off. Ma boloi, they told us at Ur, since when you cook, you don't use chametveria, you don't use spring water, what you're using, hot spring water, you're using, uh, you're using water that was heated on the fire. Afpaltoi, they told us at Ur, so, so too when you kasher it, it should be from water that was heated by fire. Hagas says the Ramam, If there's something that you never cooked in on the fire, you only used meitveria, um, we would say kavalo kach polto, and, uh, and that would be good enough. Now one of the shitas that we had and how Hagala works to extract flavor without having it go back into the keli is that it's a special property that water has. Therefore, you should be machmir and use water alone and not some other liquid to do hagali. Miyu bidiyeved mahani hagali b'chomashke, that's all a but bidiyeved, you can do hagali in anything. Imagil harbe, and, uh, um, in, in fact, uh, water with soap you shouldn't even use because that's not pure water. Um, the it said here that bidiyevit it's good. The Mishnabur brings a prima godim that if it's not yet Pesach, then uh, you should go and kasher it again. Imagel harbe kalim biyora. What happens if you're kashering a large number of kalim in one big vat? Achim yerov pleitas a kalim until after all of the uh, all the different absorbed um, absorbed particles in the kalim come out. Nasu amayim kitsir. It's as if the uh, the water looks like gravy. You know, when you when you cook, um, if you make a soup out of chicken bones or out of meat bones, um, we know that flavor that is given off by a substance can make a good soup. So if you kosher a large amount of kalim, and they did absorb a lot of it, they did absorb a lot of iser, you can get yourself something of a soup in the water there. If the water does become something of a broth, then you cannot use that water for kashering again. And this is even bidiyeved, and the Mishtabur wants to say that it could be even if all the kalim were enim b'nei yoma. Sivav, kli gadol sheni niso toh kli You have an enormous pot and you want to kasher it, and this will not fit into another one. So during the year, it says that what you do is you fill it up with water, and um, you under the rim of the keli on the outside of it, you make a border out of dough. And this way, as it boils, you allow the water to spill over so the rim itself is going to get kashered. Now, obviously, when you're kashering for pesos, you can't use dough. So what do you do? Osa sava lapiv petit. Instead, 
um, what you use is, is, is mortar, some kind of cement, uh, so that it'll fill up completely, so that the water will actually be able to kosher the rim of the keli, and you allow it to boil over. Oh, or else, if you're not making the, if you're not making this, this lip out of, uh, out of, out of, uh, out of teeth, so what do you do? Yikach even rosachas olapit eish. So what you do is you take a boiling hot stone, or, or actually a flame, v'yashlichenu letocho ba'odor rosach. You throw it in there while it's boiling. And this way they'll go over the rim of the keli. Because the problem is, that when you cook often things do overflow and we're afraid that the rim of the keli needs koshering and the rim will not be koshered um, simply by filling up the pot with water. So what you need is either to allow the pot to be filled with water over the rim by way of making another lip or um, the other way to do it is to uh, to throw something boiling, a boiling hot stone or even a boiling hot piece of metal, say a red hot uh, nail and throw it in, and this way the water is going to boil over, and the rim will get kosher too. Um, why does it have to be an Evan Malu? Why can't you just throw any stone in there? Because if the stone itself is not boiling hot, um, then it will not, um, uh, it will, it will not, it'll cool off the water, and the water will not do, do, uh, do Hagala. In the case of a, uh, a Kaili that is usually stuck into another one, uh, say a small pot that you usually put into a big pot and you use it as something of a ladle, there you've got to kosher the outside of it also. It's only a pot that you don't really use the outside, that you don't have to kosher the outside with the exception of the rim itself. A keli that, that is uh, very narrow or narrow on top, we say that you cannot do hagala on. There's just no way of, uh, no way of extracting the flavor from it. Another thing we do is we immediately, after hagala, rinse the keli with cold water so that uh, we say that by cooling it off, it will not be able to reabsorb any of the flavor of the chametz that was extracted. This is all a chatchila, it's all right. Um, we would not worry about it. We said all the other explanations of why it doesn't reabsorb the chametz that was extracted.